We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, giving you some Sunday or Saturday content whenever I decide to release this. But if you want to get into a draw for 20 DK dollars, here's what you do. You smash the like for the episode. You leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section and you tell me. Question one, if Eli Manning is going to get into the Hall of Fame. And two, if he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. You want to hear from the people on this. If you want to get into a draft for 100 DraftKings dollars, what you do, you see, is subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Leave a five-star review. DraftKings handled something you like about this show. You're in the draw for 100 DK bucks. Winners announced on Monday show with Jeff Feinberg, who's here. Hello. Can't stand that question. I, I it's mean, such a thing. I can't wait for like two more days, and that's not a question anymore. Like until it's time. Until it's time. Well, I, I'm going to try to frame this in a certain way, but I do want to say that we're going to have Super Bowl content and golf content coming out all week. Just something fun to kill some time on a weekend. Because I know I'm always desperate to hear podcasts on the weekend. Nothing new ever pops into my feed. So hopefully, you know, if you just see it in there and you don't even care about listening, just go download it anyway. Need those downloads. Third member of the team, not the coin today. Behind the camera, it's Paul Shaughnessy, he's third member of the team. Fourth okay. member of the team, it is Tim Undergust. Tim Undergust. That is not my name. You are the fourth member of the team, pal. And you might that get again? and you might get relegated. Oh no! Like Bornsme Smith or whatever those the teams are in the EPL that I know like three of. That could be. Oh, you, that, I mean, we just did that. Let's. Let's do that right now. I love the concept of relegation, even though I don't do anything soccer related or could name 10 more teams than Tim, uh, is my favorite concept in all of sport. Well, I wanted to talk about the Eli Manning stuff to start off, but now that Tim has brought up the EPL, if people listen to Friday's show, they know we played two games of PGA Tour money leaders and 
such oh. and Yankees Hall of Famers. We're going to play a game right now. Tim versus Jeff. Tim, are you ready for this? <laughs> no. <laughs> there are 20 teams currently in the English Premier League. You get three strikes. I'll crush them. Name them all. Jeff, you're first. Man City. Man City is correct. Tim. Man U. Man U is correct. Jeff. Liverpool. Correct. Leicester City. They're third in the standings right now. Yes. Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal would be correct. Timothy. Tottenham Hotspur. You could just say Tottenham. That also would have qualified, but correct. Norwich. Norwich. Yeah. Uh, Well, there's a Norwich City. Does that count? Because there could be a Norwich and a Norwich. You're going to give that to him? Give it to him. Because I feel like that's not the correct answer. (laughs) I wasn't coming up with it either way. All right. So correct for Jeff. Tim, you're up. Let me know a couple more. Uh, I know people who are uh, fans of Newcastle. So Newcastle. Uh, Yes, Newcastle is correct. Jeff. Uh, Aston Villa. Austin Villa. Yeah, Aston Villa is correct. Another friend, people who are friends of Everton. Everton. I don't see Everton. Oh, there they are. 12th. Yes, I think they are in there. Okay, I know there's like an NCAA school, but it's like Woford. Wofford? Woford? Watford. Watford? You get partial credit for that. I'll give that to you. Tim? Chelsea. Chelsea is correct. How did we forget fucking Chelsea? All right, now you're into it. No strikes on the board. Now I'm just going to get nothing but strikes unless lightning strikes me. I don't know. Yeah, I think I... Nah. Five seconds. Nothing. nothing. X for Tim, you're up. I'm just going to start guessing British cities. Uh, Birmingham. Uh, Birmingham. Incorrect. Back to you, Jeff. I don't know. Derby? That's just like the name of a match, right? (laughs) Derby is incorrect. Tim. Cardiff. Oh, you might have got one right there. Sounds familiar. Cardiff is not in the English Premier League. Wouldn't Cardiff be in the Welsh Premier League? I don't know. No, the EPL has Welsh teams in it. Okay. Well, they're they're not in it. So that's two strikes each. Dang. I think we tie. Can, Can you pull one out? Like, unless I try, like, Woford City. Oh, I got one. I got one. I got one. I got one. I lost. I hope you, you steal his. I don't have it. Give, I, give me one. Just say something. I said Woford City. Like, no, you're adding city. You already had Watford. It's yeah, Watford I'm for adding one city. I'm adding city to just one well, that we gave, I We gave got. you two you may not have gotten. So, okay, Tim, what's your one? Crystal Palace. You are oh, correct. Yes. <laughs> I grew up not far from a place called Crystal Palace, and I remember that That's was a soccer true. team. That Did you know true. that Crystal Palace in Moncton, which you were referring to, no longer exists? It's like a billion loud mouse bath. It's a what? What's, what are those places called? The a big fish pro shops or a Cabela's or something. Is that where you go? Is that like I don't know what they sell there. I assume it's just a bunch of like different Billy the Loudmouth passes.
Take me to the river. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> Put me uh. in the water. Uh, teams you didn't get. Wolves. Sheffield United. Southampton. Brunley FC. Did you guys get Newcastle? I feel like you got Newcastle. Yeah, yeah I mentioned Newcastle. Brighton. Westham. Or West Ham. And Bournemouth. Bournemouth, Watford, and Norwich City are all in the running to be relegated. See, Tim had moment. an advantage because he was using like actual geography. I was just using my memories of like playing FIFA. <laughs> like, now, he now, had... what, what if we did this for Syria? I don't know. What if we did it for the Bundesliga? I would have like three. Bayern Munich. Yeah. Bayern Munich. Yeah, you, yeah, I can't forget Schalke 5. <laughs> Dortmund. What's that? Dortmund. Is Dortmund Yeah, yeah, one? BV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dortmund. There's another Munich team too, isn't there? Dusseldorf. Anyway, so that was a nice fun to kick it off. Let's talk about Eli Manning. Okay. Eli has retired. So the way I wanted to frame this, and this is going to be a question for Jeff off the top, is that Eli is going to get into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, of course. This I have no doubt. And should he be in? Yeah, he probably should be. But he's fringy, but he's in. He won two Super Bowls. But he's retiring before everyone else. So unless Philip Rivers retires right now, he has no chance. Because then he's going to start going up against Rodgers and Brady and Ben and those guys, and he's not getting in over those guys. If he wants to get in the Hall of Fame, Hold on. he needs to retire today. Philip Rivers? Yes. Okay. Firstly, let's back this up. <laughs> I, I think you're wrong. I don't think – I think one day Philip Rivers will be in the Hall of Fame. I don't, I don't think, think he's, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I think that's his best shot because you go up against weaker competition. No, I does. I don't know. You could all draw it out. Sure. I don't know. You were like plotting Rogers retire. Like, I, I don't know. We'll always it sounds be like guys. you're thinking about this now and you're like, oh, no, this is no, I don't. I, I think I never would see him as a first bout. So like his first try wouldn't even matter. And he'll hang around long enough. And same reason Omar Vizquel's that like keeps pulling the numbers. He's going to he's going to pull him for a long time. Do you think that Rivers gets in? Tim? Yeah, I, I do think so. Uh, but not on the first ballot, and he'll be a while. Sort of the way Andre Reid eventually got into the Hall of Fame, but it took a long time. No, so, I don't so think so. so. There's a backlog at receiver. I, there's never really a backlog at quarterback. Well, Phillip you, will just get in on a light year. Well, it depends. Like, like I said, you have in the next, let's say, five years, Brady's going to retire, with presumably within the next five years. Rodgers probably retires in that same Span. Ben probably retires. Breeze probably retires. He's behind all four of those guys. Yeah, he's but probably, I don't... He's th- probably behind Eli, too. And then there's going to get to a point where some of these guys that are coming up, like Tim's best friend, Matt Stafford, is going to end his career with, like, better stats than Philip Rivers. Because of the era that Matt you're playing. such a star. But you're going to have some of these, like, fringy quarterbacks, because of the era, have better stats than him in an era that he played in, just towards the back end of it. And it's going to make his stats not look so good. Tony Romo. What is I, I? I don't know like what Tony Romo's like overall stat line is, but like, is it comparable to Rivers? It's comparable to Eli's. But Eli won two Super Bowls. That that's the deciding that, factor. Here. No, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm asking like because I'm sure you looked at Eli's stat line. Yeah, like, without Super Bowls, he is not a Hall of Fame player. But he won two. Yeah, for New York. No, but that 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 Saint beat the Patriots twice in the Super Bowl, so I can never be mad at him. Like, way to go, Rodney Harrison. 
Way to go, man. Uh, yeah, I, uh, Philip will get in. I don't even know if he's worthy, but I guarantee you get in. But, like, you know, now that he's picked you. up and, and moved to Florida to retire, as, as many people do, you know, he may be retired now. No, he's not going to retire, but he's going to get in. He'll wait yeah, his time and one day he'll get in. Okay. I don't know about that. I think if I were a betting person, I would say it's like 60-40 he retires this year versus he plays. I don't think that – oh, I, I was talking about Hall of Fame. I think he's definitely going to play So this you year. don't know anything. No, I mean, we, listen. We knew that. <laughs> it takes two to tango. There are, there are not that many spots available for See, a quarterback. He, I, but I – listen, I think he would play. I think he would, like, go be a backup somewhere too. Like, you're you're doing musical chairs with, like, starting quarterbacking. I'm well, yeah, guarantee- I, I, I'm guaranteeing to you he wants to be on an NFL roster next year. He's worthy of that. If no one thinks he's going to be their starting quarterback, um, I think he would be a very valuable backup to somebody. Okay, just for I was all the intangibles he, he brings. But I don't Fair think enough. he's retiring. So, like I don't think he's retiring, and there are a lot of like worst-case scenario locations, but there's really only one, and I'm actually really worried about it. Raiders? Yeah. The Las Vegas Raiders? Yeah. Would you start cheering for the Raiders over the London Chargers? Oh, no. But we'll put out, but that's like the doomsday scenario for me. He can go to Tampa. Yeah, where where are the he spots? He could be Ryan can... Tannehill's backup. He could. You see the Titans have 23 free agents? Yeah. Uh, he could play under Frank Wright. I don't know. In Indy. Brady gets to drop the first domino, though. Miami and then the Bucks making the Bucks QB. making a decision. Miami seems to be indicating they're bringing Fitzpatrick back. Yeah, that, that's all accounts that they are. Um, okay. What were we talking? Brady gets to I, drop the first domino because Brady could go to any of Brady's, these places. Brady's going to be in New England. Okay, then the next domino would probably be Jameis Winston or Cam Newton or Tannehill. Eh. I, I think that. I don't think that he, I would rather have Cam and I'd probably rather have Jameis than have Tannehill, but he's in that conversation I agree, and he's a free agent. But you're going to say something. You're going to look at me like I'm nuts. I don't think like Tannehill is like an upgrade over like Tyrod Taylor. He is. He's, he's slight, better. Slight. He's better. I mean, I, more than slight, but not substantial. Okay, fine. I'm just saying that doesn't really move. Like much. if if he gave Tyrod Taylor like a 61 in Madden, Tannehill's like a 74. I would think they're closer, but I'm not really interested. Well, how old is Tyrod Taylor now? He hasn't been a starter in ages. Two I can effort that. Well, when did he last start for the Browns before he was benched? No, for, for the Bills. The year they made the playoffs. Yeah, then, didn't he go to oh, the yeah, Browns? Oh, yeah, the Browns the next year. Yeah, you're right. He's 30, Tyrod Taylor. And how old's Tannehill? 28? 29? Tannehill's 29, I think. So, so I would say the only way to really play this game, it's hard to actually connect the dots with the personnel it's easier to just sort of connect the dots with like, what is that team going to do? Are they going to like move on from the guy who was their quarterback? Do you think they're going to bring in a veteran? Do you think they're going to draft somebody? So you take like Oakland, for example, like, do you think Derek Carr is back in Oakland? Yes. Okay. So then you, um, but he, he may not be the, like he might be the guy that starts three games and they go to whoever the other, because I is. literally like, unless they go get a rivers or a Jameis, then he's gone. Yeah, and the way I heard Gruden talk about Rivers scared the shit out well, of me. Well, he's a grinder. Literally. That <laughs> he would, really fit in with Gruden. Yeah, that's what, the way Gruden spoke about him, and maybe it was because it was like a very late season game, and 
you know, R- R- Gruden was just placating a career. But if he swapped Carr for Rivers, like for a very short term move, I wouldn't be shocked at all there. But we, I, I could spend all day talking about. It. We could even throw the Bears. Like, do the Bears bring in a? a how competitive do they? Try I, I to think do they it? stick with Trubisky. Do they bring what sort of level backup do they even bring in then? I mean, if Rivers would be their backup, that would be good. But I think that puts a lot of pressure on Trubisky. I think if you're going to have like a landing spot for Rivers to be a backup, like Philly is a good spot for him because Wentz is the starter, but Wentz always gets hurt. Is a very capable like starting quarterback you can bring in okay. a lot like the Tannehill Mariota situation this year. We're like, is Mariota good? We don't know, but at least we have a guy we can turn to. This might sound crazy. I think Philip would go anywhere to start. I think there's very few places he would go to back up, but I think he would have so many options if he said, I'm willing to be a backup. Let's throw everyone into the pile here. Everyone but see, you think you have the biggest dot staying home. Like, because Brady could change every aspect of the Brady could go to Tampa. Brady could go to Tennessee. Brady could go to Indianapolis. All those teams make perfect sense. I don't know if Indy's going to get rid of Jacoby Brissett. Like, Brissett was good until he rolled his ankle. But they might just see that's like, we like Jacoby, but we, we're going to try with a Phillip or a Brady. Like, like, if people bring in Tom Brady, what do they think that they're getting? I don't know. That's why I'll say this. I get... Anger. I, I turn green inside at the concept of Brady being a charger. Not because I don't have respect for Brady, but who? what is that? If we're just trying to service, like, selling tickets, just fuck me. I'll quit. And it's with, really hard as a fan. I can tell you from firsthand experience, the year we had Favre, and I had to, like, cheer for somebody who had nothing to do with my team and was, like, an accomplished Hall of Famer. And he just shows up, and you have to – cheer for him for a year and then he like goes away it's hard on the fa- as a fan to sort of like embrace somebody whose whole identity is wrapped up in a team that isn't yours didn't stop you from buying a brett Favre jets jersey though had he not gotten hurt in that seattle game the jets probably would have made the super bowl that year they were the odds-on favorite to win the super bowl when he got hurt it was a so giant many jets bodies so who am i missing from this list Jameis, brady rivers cam Mariota. is dalton up no dalton's not up dalton's a free agent is he not yeah, now, he is. Is Dalton free yeah, agent? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I thought he had another year. No. I thought it was just A.J. Green who was no, the free fairly agent. Certain free agent. agent. I feel like we're missing somebody, like, pretty decent. Alex Smith is a free agent, I think. No, Alex Smith is not a free agent because they signed him to a four-year deal before he got hurt. He could come back and play for the Skins. I think that's everyone. Like, anyone who's realistic to move. Jameis, Brady, Rivers, Cam, Mariota, Dalton. Tannehill. But then I think you almost need, like, another category of... No, I guess it's too hard to play the hot, like the guessing game of like what Oakland will do. If you want to throw Carr on that list, let's throw Carr on that list. Assuming that the Raiders go out and sign someone that they don't want. They really Carr. like their team there, and I don't think Mayock and, and Gruden want Carr. And is, I think is it because he's not any good. And I think they would prefer one of these like short term veterans. So if you had your, pick, they have a good O line too. So, so okay, let's say Rivers is gone from the Chargers, oh, and God. you get your pick of all of these guys that are available. <laughs> Who do you want? I want a healthy Cam, but James you're not going to know. You're not going to know if Cam is healthy or not. Then you- I prepared myself for, with Phillips' horrible 27 interceptions to see what Jameis' ceiling could be. But that the problem is getting Jameis requires like a big long term commitment. The only team that can one and done Jameis and test him out is, is Tampa. Tampa. Anyone else that gets Jameis has to pay like the 35 DAC, like whatever that market is right so it's so scary i hate this question i hate this offseason i'm so afraid uh tim who do you think the jet starting quarterback is going to be next year 
Go away. I think you know, is it going to be Mariota? And I will not allow you to get me worked up. I mean, Mariota is an upgrade, right? Assuming a a completely healthy uh, quarterback and offensive line, we get a piece or two. And, you know, all the, the projected draft picks have us taking Judy, who could be the next Julio Jones at wide receiver. You're taking Judge yeah. Judy? This guy is a superstar receiver. Wait, wait till he's not drafted by the yeah, Jets and yeah. he sucks. Wait till he goes somewhere Tim didn't want him to go. And he's, no, I think he's, he's going to be a really good player. No matter where he goes, I think he is going to be a heck of a good uh, wide receiver. Uh, but a lot of projections have him going to us, and I've been watching a lot of film, and I'm very excited. When you say you watch a lot of film, what are you doing? YouTube video highlights. So uh, all the good plays. Five really so, good you know, plays listen, that he made. As a, as a nerd, people put together like good videos. Do you think Tim is oh, finding yeah, those do. videos? I think he's smart enough to know what he could Google search to get to like. He doesn't even use Google. He asks Jeeves things. <laughs> Jeeves doesn't have all the answers. Hate to tell you. Mr. Bing has more answers than Jeeves these days. No, I'm this time of year, there are people that like have put things together and like they really break them down. Like they freeze frame you to show you like really the dominance of the player. I'm looking for, I don't know if Tim's found it, but I don't think it's that hard to find. I think my team and Jeff's Jeff's second favorite team is going to have a really good year this year. Feeling good about it. You already said the Jets are going to the Super Bowl. I think we have to listen. I have dreams. A boy can dream, can't he? Yeah, not, I still not you. We talked about you, you. You put out your sleeping position the other day. Your preferred one, the, the man who is in casket sleeping position. So I don't think okay, you do dream. Yeah, your old corpsey cust. No, I, I want to finish. Good. I want to finish up these musical chair quarterbacks. I okay. hate this, but I'm starting to believe that at number six overall, I won't be thinking I need a quarterback anymore because because you have Mariota or Derek Carr. <laughs> I. I Cam Newton. So, yeah, Tim, of your traffic, if this was your team and they needed a quarterback, of those guys, which one would you want? Winston. He has the most upside, I think. I would take Cam. Yeah, if he was 100% healthy, yeah, sure. But because he's a question mark with health, I'll take Winston. I think I would roll the dice, and if Cam's hurt, I have a bad season, then I draft super highly next year, and then I take a quarterback then. I, I know it's going to take some draft capital to get Cam initially because you have to trade for him, but his contract is like, all right, at this point, he's like $20 million a year, which is I don't a think steal. it will cost a ton of draft capital for like what draft capital is worth in 20. Like Cam is significantly 20. better than Jameis. When healthy. I don't know if he's significantly, but he's better when he's healthy. There's no question about that. How many but years both, ahead was he drafted? Two years two ahead? One. Of, two no, probably? more than that. I want to say James, I want to say five. I think, Cam was oh. 2010, and Jameis was 2015. Really? Then I want Jameis. Yeah, pretty certain. You want, you, why, right why, you want Jameis the next 10 years, do you? Uh, dear God, I don't... This is this is bad. Newton was born in 89, became 30, and Winston was... No, not Winston's cigarettes. James <laughs> Winston was born in 94, making him 26. Right, so he's, he's four years younger. Uh, and he was, yeah, so he's four years younger, and he was drafted in the 2015 draft. Oh, I just think yeah. Cam is better. Cam is a better player. I agree. And he's, I, per, and he's perfect for the the offensive line that the Chargers have. I, and the Chargers hypothetically could have weapons there. I Listen, give me Cam Newton and let me draft Isaiah Simmons or a left tackle, and let's go play football. If Tua was available, would you take him? Yeah, six? I think I would. 
I hate playing this game though because I, I don't want to look at any of these guys. Why? Because I don't know anything like Herbert. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I thought, isn't Herbert going back? Or is he? No, he's coming out. Isn't he like. He, he does things I like though. Isn't he like seven foot 20? Isn't he basically Brock Osweiler? But he's move. He can throw and he moves. I, I, I don't know anything. Like I said, I don't watch college football. I would be out on some lank beanpole at quarterback. Pass. I don't think he's as tall as you're making. He's not Osweiler seven foot tall. twenty. It's not, Osweiler, it's not like the six eight that Osweiler was. How, how tall? You look that up, Tim. Justin six, Herbert. Six six. Justin Ebal's height. Sandy Bear. Six six. Six six two thirty. How Justin tall? Justin Herbert is uh, meters. I don't want meters. <laughs> what sort of settings do you got over there? Regular. Canadian settings. How tall is Ben? Six seven. Six, six seven. seven. Two, six two seven is tall, basically, man. He's basically as tall as the bad kid from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when he gets stretched from being made <laughs> little in the TV. He's like twenty feet tall walking out of the factory. <laughs> Under any circumstances, would you want Tom Brady on your team, Jeff? I really don't like it. What and if I it, don't? What if it was Brissett on a two-year deal? No. Okay. Mariota. They'd keep Tyrod. Tyrod. Ma- Mariota's on. They'd keep Tyrod. Brissett's better than Tyrod. I have this feeling that Lynn like hates Rivers so much. What? Why? Why do you like Anthony Lynn so much? I don't think I like him. But I, I don't know. I just think that Lynn like wanted to bench him so badly. So badly. Is Denver in the running to get a quarterback? No, they got Lock. Like Lock. Is, Lock, is, is Drew Locke any good? They drafted him high, and he played good in played December, fine. so they're definitely You're not in the market. Yeah. He's definitely getting some run next year, and he deserves it. Denver could have made the playoffs this year had like a couple of weird you, things gone there. Like they were the one of the least lucky teams in football this year. Do you really see Tampa moving on from Jameis? I think it depends on the options available. Like, like you think Arians would rather a Rivers than Jameis potentially? I mean, if you can, if, for what you are going to have to invest in Jameis. Now, the move is just franchise him, have him come back, pay him a crazy yeah. amount of money for this year, and see how it goes. And if he's good, he's worth. Then he's you're worth happy the whatever, to pay, and you're happy to pay it. But if it's going to come down to a situation where you have to give him five years, a hundred and twenty million dollars, I'd rather have Rivers on a rental for one year. Like, I don't want to pay Jameis for five. Jameis is not so you'd good. pay like Rivers two for twenty eight, one for twenty. Yeah. And then draft someone and see if Arians can groom them in the second round I or whatever need like that. To be and it's not like they have a super low pick in the first round either. And it's not even that Jameis like Jameis is such a neutral quarterback to me. Like he's so a, he deserves to be a starting quarterback, and he's like good, but he's fantasy good, man. He's not real life good. Philip Rivers. Why ha- does he throw for five thousand yards? Because he throws three pick sixes to start the game. Philip Rivers has to play somewhere at one o'clock. Like I can handle watching Phillip as a Colt. I can handle it as a Buck. I can do one this? o'clock games. Rivers backs up Ben because they're worried about Ben's shoulder. Or Rivers goes to back up Goff. Or Rivers plays for New England. I think Rivers can be in Tennessee with Tannehill and hope he turns into a pumpkin or gets hurt again. Two very Tannehill possibilities. Just thinking about this brings you to tears, doesn't it? It does. I don't... And the whole process, I'm going to be a wreck. 
And I was thinking this could all like even like happen at the fucking thing, the golf thing in Florida. Oh, that would be great. No, I don't need a hundred strangers. No, Jeff needs his space. <laughs> yeah, but like I have a feeling it's all just gonna break right <clears throat> around then the Menchies just through the roof. I'm I'm okay. I'm fine. I'll be fine. I don't want to care so much. That's the problem. Well, you said you, you did allude to the fact that you could give up on the Chargers if they get Brady. Would you actually do that? I did say that. Yeah, you said you'd consider giving up on them. No, I didn't say that. In you this said, show? You said it like six minutes ago. You may have been too amped up. No, not giving up. It was an accident. I just having think too like much that fun. would be giving up. Like, okay, so would you... Signing Brady still means you got to go to the podium at six, right? And execute a quarterback or no? You're like all in, I guess, again. I have no idea what anyone would be doing in signing, signing Brady. Brady besides trying to sell tickets. And if you're the Chargers, I guess, I guess that that makes sense. So would like, you rather break? This might be a dumb question. People would be like, obviously, it's Brady. But like if you're Vegas and you could have either one of them, like you'd have who'd you rather have Rivers or Brady? Or you're Tampa. You could have any of them. I mean, I think that Rivers still has more in the tank, but if I'm trying, if I'm a team that's not going to win anyway, it's more beneficial to have Brady on your team. I oh, think, no, I think Brady would be fine. He's going to have a really good year next year. I see. Team I think Brady in like Tampa would be amazing. I think Rivers in Tampa. Would I be think great. almost anyone who goes to Tampa is going to be really. That's what I worry about with Jameis. Like, what if you put him in not that offense? What if he's in his own offense? Oh, How does that dear work? God. Yeah. <clears throat> I think Tampa could absolutely make the Super Bowl next year if you put the right QB in. They, they could. I mean, listen, San Francisco went four and twelve last year and made the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, but that's like asterisks because they lost their starting quarterback. Like a and perfect I don't know. storm. I the Chiefs and Bucks are very similar teams. Just they, the Bucks have a the best player in football. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, Chief, the, the Chiefs like and Bucks built are very similar ball. teams, except one of them has the best player in football. Oh, yeah, well, that's why the Chiefs are much better, but they're you know, built actually very similar. My point being is San Francisco getting the second overall pick was like a blessing. Their quarterback got hurt very early in the season. They didn't have a horrible roster, and they got second overall. It's like when David Robinson got hurt. The Spurs were good, Duncan. and they got they won a lottery and got Tim Duncan. Then they were like amazing. Yeah, exactly. but they already had a really good team there, and it's circumstance that brought them to that draft pick more so than being a bad team. Like San Fran didn't enter the year with like Nutlow, Miami Dolphin, or New York Giants Super Bowl odds, or Jets, or or other teams that drafted I'm in the very. Sure in week, I'm pretty sure in week two, San Francisco Cincinnati was a pick'em. It was a pick'em. Yeah. I believe I'd pick Cincinnati. <laughs> so, Tim, you had a list of grievances. I assume one of them is the death of Mr. Peanut, who is very... Yeah, angry. well, that is one of them. I want to get into that. What's going on here? I'm on Twitter, and I notice that there's a tweet from the estate of the late Mr. Peanut. And then who I realize it's him? Planters Peanut's tweet. I mean, it's their tweet. And, like, they killed off the most iconic, or amongst the most iconic food mascots of all time for what seems to be no good reason or no discernible reason, I guess just so they could get Menchies on Twitter from all the other like uh, verified accounts, like talking to each other back and forth. It seemed like to be the only reason that it made no sense. I don't understand how they could kill off somebody that cool and somebody that needs someone so iconic to a brand. When you think of planters peanuts, you think of Mr. Peanut, there's no way around. He's just, he is 
be like the epitome of cool and sophistication when it comes to masks and just let me just get rid of him for no reason to upset the fans who will be planters are the best peanuts you can have you when was the when was the last time you had a planter's peanut over christmas <laughs> don't over don't christmas. don't believe that for a second everybody has planters peanuts in the house over christmas of course they do but you're on keto like, I live near a planter's factory and they still had the big Mr. Peanut banner flying over. I would it. say He's that this I would ever, and they killed cool. them all. I would say that this worked because this Mr. Peanut <laughs> story is now like, now into day three. And people are still talking about it. This is the most relevant Planters Peanuts has maybe ever been. No, it's dumb and I hate it. <laughs> well, you know, and I said to you guys in the private chat, it's like they're going to replace him with like some hipster millennial with a mustache and a mohawk. He has a mustache. Like, and I'm going to have to pretend like he is uh, like, that's who the new Mr. Peanut is. No, it's not. That's just some usurper of the throne. Do you think they just, this is all just through the Super Bowl and sort of like IHOP going to hamburgers. This is just all like Mr. Peanut's yeah, alive and well in two weeks. It's going like, to turn out that he's okay. Yeah, and you're just <laughs> Well, then they will have screwed with my emotions, and I'll be really upset about that. Do you know who else was really mad? Gabe. Yes. I can see that. What's next, Tony the Tiger? Yeah, well, that's exactly. Is Ronald McDonald going to be replaced by, you know, some mime? What are we doing here? Well, he should be a mime to begin with, because they sell French fries. They're like 104 years old, he passed away sacrificing himself for his friend. What are you doing? <laughs> like, they even got Twitter to buy into it by putting one of those little icons next to the hashtag. It's like Twitter's in on the game. To, it's just for the, for the loyal fans who like things, like that there's some sort of connection and heritage between... I mean, Mr. Peanut goes back to 1916. That's an iconic character that great-grandparents, grandparents, parents, kids, everybody knows... Uh, and they're just going to rip it away for a cheap Super Bowl ad. Uh, I'm sorry. that it, it genuinely bothers me. I'm angrier about it every time I think about it. He died a hero, Tim. Why, why are you against this? The guy was a hero. He sacrificed himself for his fans. And That's what they're saying. Because Mr. Peanut's a good guy who just wanted to save his friends? Come on. I'd like, like to why, find out. Just yeah, I'd like to find out what that is. But you know what? Wait, wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? Find out what it is? Have you not seen the commercial? What commercial? It's a Super Bowl <laughs> commercial, you idiot! <laughs> you don't even know. The you say you have no idea. You're just well, mad I know. And you didn't even see off their most iconic. <laughs> yeah, he dies in a Super Bowl commercial, saving the lives of others. I'm Wesley Snipes, Wesley Snipes, and right Matt Walsh too. from uh, Veep. I want Mr. Peanut around. I don't care. Uh, that's, that's just, he is, to me, just so neat and so awesome. I can't so believe you cool, value cool, the life. It says a lot about you that you value the life of a corporate logo over Wesley Snipes. Over Demolition Man. It's clear that he wasn't driving around in a car with anybody. He's a mascot. He's a corporate invention. Then why he doesn't are you have mad? to die. No, why are you mad? I, I just This whole thing just really... Gets me upset. I hate when brands who, which I love, do things that I think is insulting Tim, and belittling to the fans. Tim is like irate at the concept of some hipster millennial. Kid he's in the ad he agency. He is upset about something that is not no, going to happen. I'm just saying the the young guy wearing some like knit beanie, drinking his oh. like latte in the ad agency, being like, "I got it." 
let's kill Mr. Peanut. Yeah. And then the entire room, all the senior VPs, like, applaud. He's on to something. DM sent. Watch the video, Tim. You don't even... You don't even have half of Tim the information. He didn't even follow the mad. story. He couldn't even fathom. Like, you Tim doesn't famous. get it. He doesn't get how like corporations use the internet. He just knows that he got dunked on by that Wendy's account that time. <laughs> I dunked as good as I got dunked. You on. did. You did not dunk as good as you got dunked on. I mean, I got other grievances. If we're done with Mister Peanut when it comes to corporations, sure, let's go for it. What do you got? Because again, Diet Coke won't learn its lesson. So yet again, they after the failure and complete flop of all many of these new flavors, which uh, they can't even find that, in the store some of them anymore. That's that, how unsecured. That's actually not true. The stock is up since they released those. No, flavors. But, some but, of them are but, but, gone. But, but continue. You know, there's like four flavors now instead of like the seven or eight that they had out. So that just shows you that it wasn't successful. Now they're introducing this, and it's in Canada, so it's not just it's something I have to deal with and encounter and see. This new thing of what they call co- Diet Coke Extra. And it's toasted vanilla, and it has extra caffeine. So there's like five things that are wrong with this. First is toasted vanilla. That's not a thing. You've never heard those two words put together before. No one has ever said this is a toasted vanilla this or a toasted vanilla that. Most people, except for like the super elites who go to the Metro on Front Street, get their vanilla as liquid. That's how it's done. Qu- uh, they don't have c- comment comment for you. The the Metro on Front Street is one of the lowest grocery stores in the city. <laughs> That's not my point. Secondly, so you, so I mean, when, when you go on about this, when you have like toasted vanilla or roasted vanilla, I mean, w- do you just think that vanilla is like an oil? No, no, it's a bean. But have you ever had toasted vanilla anything? I don't. I don't like vanilla, vanilla, so I'm out on it either way. But toasted vanilla sounds like it could be very good. No, it doesn't. Secondly, it's called extra, intimating that regular Diet Coke isn't good enough for people anymore, that the fans who have loved Diet Coke for years uh, are somehow not getting the best version. We're going to give you the extra version, which has got caffeine, extra caffeine. Well, I don't need any extra caffeine. I'll have two DCs if I want extra caffeine. (laughs) I don't need to have this one that has extra concentrated. Like that makes like that's just marketing 101 sense that you want people to buy more of your product, not less. So, like, that doesn't even make sense, logically speaking. Third is, again, they're intervening in Diet Coke flavors that people don't want and the fans don't need. Uh, I don't understand why they continue to reinvent a wheel that doesn't work. And it's just, I now I have to see this, and it bothers me, and I don't know what else I wanted to say about it, but it's just, there's a lot of things wrong with this, and it shouldn't be happening. You sound very triggered. I'm not going to lie I'm very to you. upset about this. What are you smacking? Is it like your hand, the table? No, your... I was slapping my knees, sorry. <laughs> I, this is one of my honestly, favorite products, and I'm being told. But you, but you can still have your favorite product. They didn't get but, rid of your favorite product. Why no, does this matter to the you? Implication, the implication of this is that what we have actually isn't good enough anymore. I guess if you want to keep the old stuff, you could. But we're going to make it better for people, and people will like, as if that you know, the things I like aren't good enough. I, I actually kind of find it insulting. You think... The world revolves around you. This is very clear. That no, I don't. Taking this as a personal slight that they're trying a new flavor. Maybe it brings in people that don't like Coke. They don't want to drink Coke. Coke is bad for you. Maybe if it's a bit extra, maybe they're in. Maybe with that hip millennial language, people would be in. Diet Coke's not bad for you. You can have it on keto. 
it doesn't make it not bad for you. You can eat no, a you, you can eat a stick of butter, Tim, on keto. But sorry, what are your like? So do you hate Coke Zero? No, that's not a different flavor. But that's why? Not. But like, they, Coke, there's Coke Zero and Diet Coke. That's it. That's the list. Those are the only three variations I'll tolerate. But why is Coke Zero allowed? Because it's attempting to mimic Coke flavor while also being low calorie. That's fine. There's no like telling you, oh, the flavor is good enough. They're trying to like balance out the people who prefer classic Coke with zero cal. So I got no issue with that. And Coke Zero is, is great too. It's because uh, those spelled three, extra those with an up. X. That's how you spell extra in this context. Though. No, you don't. It's yes, it, how would you know? By the way, I because I know how to spell words. Yeah, oh, you know how to spell internet words. I do know how to spell internet words. Yeah, so you don't know how to spell extra. It's very clear. E X T R A. No, that's not how you spell extra. Why would I have, if I was spelling extra for the internet, Tim, why would I have an E at the beginning? Because that's just what's done. Because it would start with X, you moron. No, no, just this whole thing is just, it's a, again, it goes back to them not learning their lesson. Like multiple of those flavors have crashed out. Why introduce a new one? And why does the extra caffeine one even have to have a flavor? Why couldn't the extra caffeine just be regular Diet Coke with extra caffeine? Why not try that first before introducing a ludicrous made up flavor no one's ever heard of? What's going on here? They're all made up flavors. Coke is a made up flavor. <laughs> well, that, when I say made up, I mean completely like no one's ever heard the expression toasted vanilla before. Maybe they find it very intriguing. Like, you know what I've never had? Toasted vanilla, Jeff. Maybe I'll give that a shot. I don't like Coke, really, but I like vanilla. Toasted as well. I don't mind cherry Coke either, Tim. I got to say. Oh, uh, no. I don't like it. Well, don't like my, I don't like swamp water. That's well, the difference, I guess. Coke does spends millions on market research and they're trying to fill needs of the consumer i guess i should be in charge of this company i mean everything you like is going out of business so they probably don't want to hire you get rid of all the flavors regular diet coke and that's all you get in the regular cans that sounds uh, like not a winning proposition sounds like a trump proposition those are the particular grievances that i had well, I, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, the overall election odds at the moment. So the Iowa caucus is when, Tim? Tuesday. The, it's the it's Tuesday after the Super Bowl. Or the Monday after the Super Bowl. Didn't so he already Monday impact after. the polls? Who, Tim? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> last no, I didn't. So since we've last talked about this, the, the market is now as the overall Democratic nominee betting odds. Biden is plus 175. Bernie's okay. two to one. Bloomberg and Liz Warren are six to one. Pete, handsome Pete, eleven to one. Yang and the Hill Dog are both sixteen to one. I like that my guy Yang has the same odds as Hillary. That's not great. What? Klobuchar is forty. Michelle Obama is eighty. Tom Steyer is eighty, and Tulsi Gabbard is one hundred to one. So Bernie surged for a bit, and then it seems like the everyone just started cranking up all the negative Bernie stuff against him. Yeah, However. It's, it's, it's- yeah, now, treated him like he's a Republican. The media treated him like he's a Republican. They criticized him at every turn. We, everyone just kind of took him. It seemed like everyone was just like, oh, yeah, Bernie. Bernie's going to have his support, whatever. He's not going to win. The moment it looked like he could win, just the, the gears got cranked on him. Yeah, it shows you where the media, uh, where their sympathies lie and where they don't lie. And like I've seen, I'm not the first person to say this either. I have seen Republicans treated in the exact way that Sanders is being treated by the media. And so I, I can recognize this type of treatment. Now, did you see the Trump interview where he commented on the Hillary Bernie thing? No. It, it, no. Was, it was incredible. 
It was just some like weird f- Donald Trump Jr. tweeted it out. Oh, so it, just, it shows up my timeline. I click on it. And it, it's the secret sauce of Trump that everyone always forgets because people like they hate Trump so much. Everything he does, the worst thing in the world. But then you have the people that don't care really either way. And they just find Trump really funny because he is like absolutely hilarious if you know he doesn't impact your life. And living in a different country, he doesn't really impact my life all that much. Just tariffs. Tariffs are very bad for the people in Canada, I guess. I don't know really know how that works. It doesn't seem to impact our day-to-day lives. Anyway, he was talking about how when Hillary said that no one likes Bernie, he was just like, no one likes you, Hillary. Also, <laughs> no one likes Bernie. If I had to choose a personality between the two, I would choose Bernie. But I'd choose neither. <laughs> I was like, get the clip. <laughs> it was so outrageous. But it was just like, yeah, this is, what, this is what we're getting. Yeah, we're getting it. I don't like Bernie Sanders. I want to see Bernie versus Trump. I really do. For my I don't know. I think Biden versus Trump could also re- result in a lot of very funny uh, moments and uh, you know, instances. Well, Trump was even going on him how, like, even he's attacking Biden for not being able to finish a complete sentence. No, but even Trump was attacking, because there was this video from, I think, Martin Luther King Day of uh, Tom Steyer and Bernie on stage. Yeah. And Tom Steyer was, like, you could see was trying to say something to Bernie or ask him something, and Bernie just, like, shoes him away from him. <laughs> And even, like, Trump's, like, see, Tom, even Bernie doesn't want to be near you. (laughs) Well, Well, the thing about Bernie is that he is the genuine article. What you see is what you get. He doesn't play politics in the way that someone like Elizabeth Warren can just be oleaginous in the way she, like, like tries to pretend to be a politician and they put on the charm. Buttigieg is the exact same way. Uh, Like, we're somewhere like, like, one of the reasons Yang is doing well, relatively speaking, uh, and Sanders does well is because they they are the people that they seem to be. You don't think they're putting on airs. You don't think they're trying to pretend to be someone that they're not. Uh, and, that, and that matters. I'm very curious about how Yang is going to do in these first two states. Because I think, I don't think he's going to like win any of these things. But I think that he's going to do much better than his polling. I hope so. I hope so too. But I wouldn't count on it. It seems a lot like... I feel like he's underrepresented in a lot of this polling, a lot of the ways that Trump was last time around, is that there's a lot of people on the fence about Yang, or the people that are going to actively go out and vote for Yang aren't the people being called on their landlines for polls. Yeah, but in okay. the same time, those are the, but those are the people that come out to vote in primaries. But the people that would come out for Yang wouldn't be those people. That would be like a new right, group those of people. people just won't come, but those people just probably won't come out. Well, if, you, if you people know I mean? – it does seem like that there is – there's a weird, like, minority of people who are super into Yang. Like, Buttigieg has more support overall, but it seems like there's a real fan base for Yang. Like, he – he inspires at least a certain collection of people. And it seemed like oh, those sure. people, like, I think he's pulling right now at 5% in Iowa. Like, I could see him doing 10% in Iowa. Okay, but 5 and 10 still gives you nothing. No, I understand that. But I think, I that, he's, I, I think that he's underrepresented in these polls. For somebody who was a nobody before this began, or you know, who knew who he was, he's, he's acquitted himself very well. He has some wonky policies that I think are, not quite thought through and that I think are bad, but I think he's a very charming fellow and means what he says and brings an interesting opinion to the debate. Even if I think it's profoundly flawed. I like if people were forward thinking Yang would be the candidate because everyone I've said this a few times that 
every policy that he has and the things that he's actually talking about are going to be the platforms of everyone in eight or 12 years from now. But presidents can't really be forward thinking because the job requires you to act in the moment on momentary things. It's very, very, very tough to do that job with, you only have a term of eight years at at max and daily crises emerge. And there's very little time for that type of long-term forward thinking. That's the nature of politics. Well, I think we're being shown right now that you can kind of like do nothing and it'll just be fine. (laughs) I think it's just very hard to like get anybody to do it. And you have a house of representatives up for election every two years and state houses up every four years and senators up every six years. And you're, it's very difficult to get people to vote for anything that isn't immediately gratifying. Very difficult. Oh, he has that. He gave everyone a thousand bucks a month. We're like, it's class president. More recess. Yeah, more recess, longer lunches. What? But who doesn't have a good answer for where that money's coming from? Who would you vote? Who, if you had to put money down? Biden. Biden plus plus 175. I would have to pick Biden. He's, it's getting. Is it going to be a Biden Sanders runoff? If Biden wins Iowa, which several polls have had him doing now recently, and then he goes ahead and wins New Hampshire. It's over. It's over. You can dust your hands. Super Tuesday will be a formality because he's going to win South Carolina and the momentum boomerang is going to give him Nevada. And that's the thing people forget in primaries. Winning is huge. People don't like voting for people who aren't winning. Uh, You know, if you win, that begets other wins and that begets other wins. So even if you look at Super Tuesday state polling, they're not that valuable because what happens in Iowa and New Hampshire scrambles things in ways you can't imagine. Howard Dean would have been the 2004 nominee or Dick Gephardt, if, anyway, it's just the way things work, that uh, election results matter and wins mean something. To say, oh, well, I got four or five deaths. This is not a delegate game, despite it being about amassing delegates. It's actually just about winning, because winning begets winning. Then you get people to endorse you. You get money to come in. You get pressured from the sidelines. If you're Elizabeth Warren and you lose the first four states, she's going to get such pressure from the Democratic National Committee to get out of the race and not extend things beyond a reasonable limit because that will hurt the party's chances in the general election. She'll be asked to be the good soldier. These things always, so if Biden wins several early, it is over. So the odds right now, so if you think that Biden is going to win overall, and this way, definitely no lock, wouldn't have, I don't think old Joe would have my support, but also I don't have a vote, so it doesn't matter. But in the betting market, he's plus 175 to win the Democratic nomination. But in Iowa itself, Bernie is plus 150 to win Iowa. Biden is plus 225. If you think that if Biden wins Iowa and New Hampshire, and that's what propels him to do it, I think the bet in Iowa is probably better. Although the recent poll, some recent polls have Biden slightly ahead. Other polls have right. Bernie slightly ahead. And it does yeah, seem and it does seem like Warren and Buttigieg are still within the margin of error to actually win Iowa. I don't think Warren has a path to win there, actually. Well, Buttigieg, Buttigieg, well, Buttigieg is still kicking around. He just... He peaked too early was the problem for him. He peaked and he has no, he doesn't seem at all able to grow his support. He just sort of seems stuck where he is. There's a particular type of liberal who reads the New York Times who likes him. But outside of that cloister of people, you don't see him getting much traction. Where Sanders and Warren, to a lesser extent, and Biden have large bases that they, they can draw on. And I mean, Bloomberg is a big question mark. He keeps rising in the polls because he's on every commercial and we'll see come <laughs> Super Tuesday if it matters. I kind of think it won't because, again, I don't know that Super Tuesday is going to matter that much. Well, here, but- here, here's well Bloomberg's entire thing. Bloomberg overall was what did I say six to one. So 
538 has it right now that Biden and Sanders are the only two projected to be a contested uh, convention. Like they're the only ones who can like actually project out to get enough delegates to get the nomination. Third would right. be it goes to vote. So I would think that that's Bloomberg's path. That totally. he that in on Super Tuesday or whenever New York yeah. and New Jersey are up, that like he wins New York, he wins New Jersey, has strong showings in Illinois right. or Florida or the states that are going to matter um, when it comes down to it. Like if I mean but, if he does well in like Ohio something like that, and then they get to the election, and be like Biden, like Ber- like Bernie can't win if that ends up becoming the consensus among Democrats. So like Biden's like real iffy. Lord knows what he's going to say. Bloomberg's Trump, but more likable Trump. To a certain like the people, yeah, yeah. the people in the very center would prefer Bloomberg over Trump. I would guess. Sure, but the Democratic Party is full of people on the center and full of people on the far left and on the left. And the people on the left and far left despise Bloomberg. They also despise Biden. They despise Buttigieg too. Oh yeah, no, they do. And and on the far left, they don't like Elizabeth Warren either. It's Bernie or nothing. That's hey, that seems crazy. Can I like whatever? This is just it's so backtracking. But they're such a mess. They lost like the easiest election in the history of time. And then they didn't even, they just like made excuses as opposed to trying to like really break down why they suck. Yeah. Well, it's easier. Like, they just to blamed say, Russia. Nope. They just blamed everything. They waited. They like kept kicking the can down the road as to why they lost as to actually just breaking down and having an inner search, like shining the light inside the house as to why they, yeah. they lost. They couldn't have been like, hey, Michelle Obama, here's 50 million bucks. Please run for president. Uh, she'd win a landslide. I agree. Right? Yeah, but why would she ever want that? No, she wouldn't. But if you wanted to win, that's who you, that's who you go call. Oh, yeah, sure. She, she would be an incredibly effective candidate. But, I mean, after having spent eight years in the White House's first lady, you probably want nowhere near that place for a long time. I saw Klobuchar was rising in Iowa. Yeah, I guess that New York Times co-endorsement must have really helped. <laughs> That sounds like something you would do. That, Go that, endorse people. It's, it's so that endorsement so, really pissed me off. Why? Why? I don't get why it matters. Why does it matter? Only for me, because I I caught a bet. I caught a like a bad line a few months ago <laughs> on a bet <laughs> on a New York Times endorsement bet. No, it's um, it's it was really weird. It was up on my local street book for a while. It's still sitting there in my pendings. <laughs> it was a mail to be the Democratic nominee minus one hundred five. That was it. Yeah, and I just i i've i clo- i've clobbered it. Well, remember at the time Warren was really surging, but like when see- and, yeah. so, and so was Harris too. In and the so was Harris. when yeah, I made right. the bet, like I consulted him, and he wasn't like fully. He's like, "There's ways you could get real screwed here," and I like still made it, but now it looks golden. And then I saw the New York Times hype both ladies. I got nothing against ladies. I'm excited for one day for a lady to come in the White House, but I got too much money on this that I am cheering <laughs> against the, the ladies. I am. Sorry. Exactly. And Warren, you know what, though? I can't stand Warren anyway. Klobuchar, I could like... Could you pick her out of a lineup? Yeah, absolutely I could. Uh, but but Warren, I can't. I want no part of it. No. Although Warren uh, versus Trump would be like, I'd bring the popcorn. Like as a Canadian. That, that, like, that, that, I don't think that would be fun though. It would just be cringy. Like what? I, I think like, it would be. like Warren would always come off as being so much smarter than Trump. Yet you'd look at it at the end and be like, kind of like Trump here. <laughs> <laughs> like she's just, she's not, she's inherently unlikable. She's like a mean librarian. Yeah. She's also a very dishonest person. I can't even speak to that. I have no she idea. I mean, but, look, like, I mean, Trump would spend the Trump entire time calling her. Up in the debate. 
Well, Trump would like, spend like if they had a, like, is Trump even going to debate any of these people? I had said before, I think he'll only grant one. That's so, my hunch. So if he does one and it's like a two and a half hour debate, what would you put the over under if it was Trump war and him calling her Pocahontas for two hours? Oh, at least four or five times. Yeah. Like that, that would, it would just be that. <laughs> it would just be nonsense. Like if it was Bernie and Trump, they are screaming at each other. About like weird petty. A couple of old people from New York City. Of course, that's what they're going to do is yell at each other. Yeah. Donnie from Mm -hmm. Queens, right? How old's Bloomberg? Right there, too. Yeah, 75, 74. Maybe don't vote vote in someone who's going to be an octogenarian. Well, but that's what people are supporting. We only have uh, people, the public only have themselves to blame. Can't vote for Yang. When is the convention? The convention is June. July. I know, can, I know. You probably can't cash that bet till then, too. I know. Can we can we take bets on list of speakers at the Republican National Convention this time around? Remember last time I was like Duck Dynasty guy, and some Scott Bayo. Scott Bayo, Dana White. Like, there's got to be some people out there. Adam Sandler might speak. I don't know. Like John James, Voigt. Wo- James Woods. James Woods, John Voigt, Adam Sandler. I don't know. She gets some of the like high rollers in DFS. They all seem to be big uh, on Twitter. They all seem to be big Trump guys. I think no. Most of the DFS and gambling community is very pro Yang. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The poker guys too love love Yang. Yang wants to ta- win the poker vote. Yeah, he wants to win the <laughs> poker vote, the gambling vote. All the people who are definitely not showing up to vote. Well, I like well, yeah. I went like a, like a lot of people wouldn't sway a single precinct. Now, actually. M- I actually went 2-0 and in those conference uh, championship weeks. I, I suck at football picks, but someone made a great joke. Like, I just went 0-2. I need that Yang 3000 bucks <laughs> like, to pay my bookie this week. <laughs> then you have next month, you're re-upping yeah. again. I'd love to see Yang, like, clear 10% in Iowa. And I, I, I think it's possible. I, sure. I actually, like, whether he wins or not, I think it's important for him just to have, he's the only person on the stage, like during the, he wasn't even in the last debate. How is Tom Steyer getting in these debates? Is it, because he has money. the polling numbers to support it and the, the both the of guys have been running donors. commercials on cable news yeah. for four freaking years, having people sign his petition. Yeah, well, but he has the money, and, uh, sort of the, the donations, and he's got the poll numbers. So is he, I, I can't find a single poll where he's polling ahead of Yang. Well, in one place, he's second in a couple of polls have had him second in South Carolina and off to take some delegates in South Carolina. Can I just throw this out here? I don't know who Tom Steyer is. Like, where did he come from? Like, I know he is now. He made a lot of money in oil. Of course, he's now the world's biggest environmentalist. So he's just a guy. He's just a rich guy. He's just a a really rich guy. But then again, Andrew Yang is just a really rich guy. True. And Mike Bloomberg is just a really rich guy who's just a lot richer than everybody else. Well, Bloomberg's the richest, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. Bloomberg's like one of the three or four richest people in the United States. What happened to that other guy, the Starbucks guy who tried to run? He was also a guy that he yeah, run sure. as a third party until they realized that everyone didn't like him. The guy that ruined the Supersonics. Yes. So he wasn't even going to win his own state. Might not. Hmm. No, no chance. New Hampshire primary. Bernie is a, like, minus favorite here. He's like minus 130. He should be. He and Warren are uh, joining senators. Well, Warren's eight to one. Yeah, well, she because she's leaking oil, and that campaign is falling apart very quickly. Biden's plus three fifty. 
Pete is seven to one. Yang is 25 to one. And so is Bloomberg. Cory Booker is still on this book. Probably don't want to vote for him. He out. Well, don't worry. No one was going to anyway. Well, it's okay. He gets to go home to Rosario Dawson. I think he's doing okay. Yeah. And, you know, he's, he's the big winner in all of this. He can continue to embarrass himself on the, the well of the U.S. Uh, Senate. I like Cory Booker. Seems like a nice guy. The guys out of New York always find their way into these. Well, isn't Duval Patrick still like technically like Patrick, Palacio yeah, and and just uh, even forever before Christie? The, anyone in politics in New York always seems to find their way onto these lists. So Biden plus one seventy five. Yeah, and I actually don't mind him in New Hampshire because if he wins Iowa, he's going to win New Hampshire. I think. Yeah, too bad you can't parlay the states together. Just do the Iowa, Iowa, New Hampshire parlay. Like, this is the weirdest campaign where people have spent a year talking about how Biden can't win the thing. He's like the guy in the 10,000 meter race that goes out to a big lead, but you know he's not going to win. He's just a pace setter. And he just hadn't given up the lead. And like, we're a week and a half away from the vote and he still hasn't given up the lead. Like, Bernie's the only person who's got a realistic chance to catch him. And I kind of don't think he will. I think, but he, he definitely could. That is a possibility. But it's like people are have been underestimating how potent of a campaign Biden is running, and I, I don't understand it. Well, to speak of Trump and Bernie Sanders, do you guys watch Curb? Oh, yes, I did do. I ever? How good was Curb? Pretty I knew good. it was going to be great the second he sm- snapped the selfie stick over his knee. Like, it seems like they've gone out of their way to make him abrasive. At least there are points where you can side with Larry. You get it. It seems like at this point, he's just off the rails. Yes. He's somehow, completely on hand. Somehow he's won Cheryl back. I like it. I like that part of it. Well, yeah, yeah I, I guess that's the hook that the season's going to be uh, going hung on, I guess. I didn't realize till the episode how much Jeff Garland looks just like Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> until I mentioned it, I was like, oh, my God, he does. I mean, there's a world, Jeff, where for Halloween, you could do yourself up and go as Harvey Weinstein if you wanted to. I would recommend not doing that. Yeah. I'd have to go out for Halloween first. You can go to a Halloween party. Actually, that was a topic that I had for you. Was when your wife goes away with the kids and she's just gone, how much does your life change in your day to day? Because my wife went away with our kid for like two days. Yeah, it was pretty good, right? Oh, it was... It was like I was 21 again. Yeah. I don't know. At this, point, at this point, I could only get so lucky for my wife to go away with like the newborn and I'd still be stuck at home with the three-year-old. I had a... Uh, I, I was, at which point, that would still be pretty relaxing because my three-year-old, she can be self-sufficient. She doesn't need to be constantly monitored. Yeah, like she could just hang there if I wanted to, like allow unlimited screen time. And which like, you would. Does does she get unlimited screen time with dad? If she's if it's Sunday, like there's certain moments where it's like it's just unlimited screen time. There's no debating. Daddy's busy. Well, I had basically 24 hours, but like a ring pop and screen time. Like, Let's oh go. yeah, yeah, I could kill whatever. I she could do whatever she needed before I showed up. So I left here yesterday. So it's been. Just dad time with yeah. my son, who just turned one. Yeah. So where we were filming later today, he had a doctor's appointment this morning. So I had to get up with him because my wife is back to work um, for three months before she's off work again. But uh, so I get up at like 530 with him. 
and we go through like the morning, but I'm not bringing him to daycare because he has this doctor's appointment at uh, 10.50 a.m. Get there at like being on top of it. It's a long morning. Put him down for a nap. He sleeps for like 20 minutes. We get him in the car. We get up. We're like 15 minutes early. Waited over an hour in the doctor's office. And, it, and it's not so bad if it was me. Yeah. But I have to entertain him the entire time. And so I'm there for the end. Like, no one's telling me anything. Like, I watch like three rounds of people come in, all get in before me, and all come out. And I finally went to the desk. I'm like, what is going on here? They're like, oh, you're next. I was like, what do you mean I'm next? Like, how, how long have I been next for? They're like, oh, there's something going on in there. You're like, your doctor specifically is backed up. You're a pediatrician. Like, all right, whatever. So I'm trying to, like, you know, make faces, give him a bottle, give him, like, a cracker. I gave him my cell phone for a while just so he, like, wouldn't freak yeah. out in the doctor's office. We get in there, and she wasn't having – it was for, like, uh, vaccines. Like, it's a year, first-year checkup. Get some more vaccines. She wasn't having my anti-vax humor whatsoever. It's like, you made me wait for a fucking hour. You can listen to my anti-vax jokes about giving my kid autism by giving this. Like, please explain this to me. And she was so mad. It almost made the wait worth it. But then before to get the vaccines, I had to wait another 25 minutes. So I probably shouldn't have done that. I Yeah, I don't know. Tim, you're a doctor. Don't you feel like that humor would fly with you? Uh, I'm not that type of doctor. So that humor would fly with you. I asked. I mean, what, I, I'm one of these people. Maybe it's strange. I actually don't mind waiting places. Yeah, but you I don't do. have to keep the one year old like from freaking out the entire time. I appreciate that we have different things we need to do, to do, and you have to do that. But you can't I just, just sit general, there reading a book. No, I couldn't exactly. just be on my. I couldn't be on my phone the entire time. Yeah. I'm a patient person. I can just read a book or listen to a podcast or just zone out. Like that doesn't bother me. But I can see if you have a have a little one that you have to entertain. That uh, throws a wrinkle into things. But yeah, I oh my god, two we nights have a, we have a the friend right, right now. Just you. I would. I would. Oh would you god. leave the house? I don't think I would. We have a friend right now who's by himself for a week because his wife and kids uh, took off. How and last night how, how often is he by himself without his two kids and wife? It seems like a lot. It's, the last couple of months, it's happened uh, a few times. And last night at Trivia, he asked us if we wanted to go to his place for tortillas. Do you know? <laughs> are, are you serious? <laughs> I am not making that up. Pat. <laughs> that, that, and for people out there who don't know, that is unironic. I, um, like you, I was planning to be in Florida for the D. Before there was a DFS Open, I was going to be in Florida. The week of the Honda. Um see some family because my wife has family there i am still plotting for her to get out there with the kids before i leave you have a day or two here first? yeah because she's here she's still on mat leave take the kids go stay at your mom's you know and i'll show now like it's impossible to make her fly with two kids like that is crazy so like it seems like you go take the newborn i'll show up with the three-year-old and how how is a three-year-old flying because i can tell you a one-year-old bit tricky but when he was a newborn he was great yeah you just kind of hold him there he's like Arr. we have rules to flying which is sort of like the same rule when the kid is sick it's like whatever they want i got like a bag of kinder eggs i got unlimited screen time like what until this plane lands it's like it's honestly like the policy of if the kid's like sick watch the screen whatever eat, drink juice let's go like anything to just keep kicking that can down the road on the airplane. Oh, yeah, I, I can definitely. Do you have to pay for a seat now that she's three? Yes. That sucks. It's, a, oh. it's a racket. It's a racket. 
I lost my wallet on the plane coming back from Vegas. They got it to you, right? No. 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 I've had to re had to cancel all my credit cards, my debit card, I lost my license, lost my health card, lost my what insurance. What a disaster. What's that? What a disaster. Well, it was all in just it was all in my one clip, but it wasn't my fault. The guy I was sitting next to should have been charged for two seats. He was too big. Oh. And he had me like this the entire time. Like he was leaking over into my seat. And I'm all cramped up and like on Air Canada, I had to like they come by with the food. You have to get out your wallet to pay for the food. So I pay, I finally get out my yeah. I have to stand up. I get out my wallet. I pay with my credit card. And like I can't put it back in my pocket because I'm too jammed up. So I just stuck it in between my legs. And he just And then when I got off the end, it was gone. I was gone. like, oh God. It's horrible. That sucks. It's not great. How many LBs yeah. are we talking here? Four fifty. Maybe more. Yeah, that's probably too big. Like leaking over the air. Like there was no chance at an armrest because it was completely covered. That's horrible. Did he have to have the seatbelt extender? Yes. Yeah, that's the sign. <laughs> then, you, a, then you should have to pay for two seats. I'm sorry. Was it, it, it a ruined full my, plane? It was a full plane. And I paid for, not first class, but preferred seating. The one behind first class. You like paid for a seat? I paid for a better seat. Death. Not great. Death emoji. That, that's rough. At least the way home's like an hour shorter. It is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, science. Wind. Jetstream. Makes sense. That's the word I was looking for. All right. I think that'll do. You guys got, Tim, you got anything else? Well, I mean, maybe this is too big of an episode thing for now, but we're Tommy G was t- uh, tweeted at us the, the food stuff. And uh, maybe we'll postpone that for another episode. Because it's really evergreen. We can talk about foods and pe- foods people won't eat whenever. I was, as a brief synopsis of that, of the food people won't eat, for me, I was the, there was three things on that list I won't eat. I mean, is the question that you don't like it and actively don't eat it, or you wouldn't eat it? Fair question. I took it as, like, this is stuff I don't like, so I don't eat it. Like, I don't. That's how I jump into it. I don't like mayonnaise, I don't like mustard, and I don't like ranch dressing. But I would eat them. Yeah, like it's not like oh, you know, I'd rather die than eat that. No, I just don't. Yeah, like no, I took, it the same, I took it the same way you did. Like I despise ketchup, but if I had to eat it for some reason, I wouldn't die. I wouldn't be sick. I would just be grossed out. You yeah, see, that makes sense to me. But but like other people, I guess it's just a preference thing. But people are like really out on snails. Like it's, you're not going to like the lake and smashing a snail with yeah, a hammer and eating the snail. <laughs> You're eating some escargots. Yeah. Which is delicious, by the way. So I would just, assume, yeah. It just means having, you've never had escargot. Yeah, but I would also assume on those lists, like, I don't know, if something's, like, done properly in a restaurant, I would try it. Might not like it, but I would, like, try it. Yeah. Then you can make up your decision. It felt like a lot of people were just picking things that they... Like, a lot of people really hate mushrooms. Paul included hates mushrooms. I don't like mushrooms are the handmaidens of Satan himself. Yes. I used yes, to tell him. friends' parents I was allergic, so, like, I wouldn't, like, just so I wouldn't, they wouldn't serve me something for dinner with them. I tell people that about mayonnaise at restaurants, that I'm allergic to mayonnaise, which I'm not. <coughs> but if you don't tell them that you are allergic to it, they will put it on it. Okay. Can I, when they hear allergy, all of a sudden, like, they make sure that it's not on can, it. Can I close with one restaurant beef? Yeah. Not really restaurant beef. It's more of, like, a fast food restaurant beef. So we're not talking about cows. Sure. I, like, I, I'm just a plain guy. I like my things plain. I'm, you call it a child, whatever. 
So if I just want like ketchup on my burger, mm-hmm. only ketchup. Burger like patty, ketchup, meat, patty. Yeah, or like cheese. Yeah, yeah. bread, ketchup. Oh, so or you just want like cheese. lettuce. So you want cheese on it? Yeah, now too. sure, sure. Lettuce and like I'll even have cheese and lettuce, sure. But like ketchup's really like the only condiment. And because it's the only condiment, they put on like three times the amount of ketchup. Oh, gross. Do you understand oh, like yeah. what I'm Oh, they, you don't need to like, replace I, you yeah. don't need extra ketchup. You just need the regular yeah, amount of ketchup. I like in a turkey sub at like Tim's favorite sandwich joint, I just kind of like lettuce. Like lettuce and whatever. I don't they'll, need more lettuce. Yeah, they'll like literally put waves and waves of lettuce on because I'm not getting like onions and tomatoes or something. I just want the normal amount with like you sort of I see what it. you're saying. It's so freaking annoying. It's just squirting the ketchup. And I like seeing a napkin after, like, or a French. Like, I'm pretty oh, much man. eating all my French fries off my burger. Back, back before I was keto, when I used to get the double cheeseburgers at McDonald's, I would always order them without ketchup and with McChicken sauce. And they would always put way too much McChicken sauce on there. So I, I feel your Half pump. I, I, it's, that's what it should be. There should be a feature within the app that I know that you do, or even when you go order at the yeah. counter, you're like, half ketchup. I, I just Love want a half ketchup. ketchup. Yeah. And when you say half ketchup, it will be like a normal ketchup. Because even like, they'll round up. If I go to like these breakfast joints, like the Tim Hortons, and get like a buttered bagel, I ask for light butter because, like, to that. To them, person, light butter is like a regular yes, person butter. To them, light butter. It's yeah, not butter. Sure, whatever like it is. House. But if I don't say like it's like literally like it's pouring, it's like you can't even hold a dry piece of of the bagel. It's like butter is dripping from everywhere. Like well, the, your bread at uh, Waffle House. No, it wasn't bread at the Waffle House. It was the hash browns at the Waffle House. So I ordered. We were debating. We were in what? We were in Tennessee. Tim and I and our other friend Tim, and we were trying to debate. Of uh, I was trying to debate of how big I wanted to get hash browns for breakfast because <laughs> very hungry. Uh, I decided on a small. I was like, let's get a small. I don't need a ton of hash browns, whatever. And the small was so goddamn big, I can't fathom what a large would have been. It would have been like three plates worth of hash browns. Like, I, I, do you think they mistakenly gave me a large? Maybe. No, I just think. Oh, in we the States, their yeah. portions are also like crazy. I was discussing that when I was at the conference in Vegas. Uh, with just everyone else there was American. Yeah, no, they, they wouldn't understand like, it. If they came to like a restaurant here, they would just be like, thinking they only got half a portion that they ordered like a lunch size and don't look at me like i've done well i've been able to gain weight eating canadian sized portions is he double (laughs) but you go no literally you go to the restaurants in the states like they're like family friendly like eatery type like it's literally it's insane so much food it's it's a lot of food i got a lot of food at like 2 a.m one more i like yeah that's how you do let's get some breakfast let's go i was like oh my god yeah i did finish it though which was nice. Love breakfast anytime. Of day. Right, anytime. Anytime a day. It's the one thing I'm really willing to like cheat out on. Whether I'm like trying to eat healthy or not, like you give me a good like greasy diner breakfast. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't care how much it eggs. is. I'm yeah. all in. Couple of eggs over hard with some bacon, some toast. You know, that is a and, and some homemade hash browns that are shredded. Uh those are great. I prefer the chopped up like square hash browns to the shredded hash browns. No, I'm a shredded person. I think they're crispier. How often do you find places that have the shredded hash browns? It's very most rare. Diners. Uh, no, most they, diners. That is not them. true. Most diners do not have them. Well, Paul, the you weigh have... in. You're a dinerman. What are you, so what type of hash browns are you guys talking like about? Like putting here? a potato on a cheese grater and grating them. Like, and packed together and then deep fried? Not a lot of them. I see that at like fancy steakhouses yeah. sometimes have like yeah, a nobody... hash dish like that. 
I don't think that actually happens, Tim. Yeah, I've, it does. No, I've it seen does. it. It's just very, yeah, very rare. You more get like the uh, like potato, a square potato. potato. Like you take a potato and like chop it up into squares. And, and, you, and you ask for like well done too. Well done what? Uh, like when you get the uh, oh yeah, you it? want the well done. Uh, yeah, potato I, squares. I've, I've actually uh, never considered that. I do prefer them crispier. Fries. Te- home fries. I've never been oh, like yeah. home fries. Well done. Yeah, please. yeah, yeah. Home fries. Well done. That's interesting. Oh yeah, you that want the never, well done. They take. They take. Oh, you know, he's saying level. yes. You want the well done, Tim. Had that ever occurred to you? Have you ever been to a diner <laughs> and ordered your home fries well done? I've asked for everything to because I like all my breakfast. Sometimes bacon well done too is good. I like my bacon super crispy. I like my toast almost black. I like my eggs over hard. I like my hat. Like when it comes to breakfast food, you can't cook it too long for me. Like steak well done. Like just wants like no. no, But I actually made a French omelet the other day. On anything. You had what? I made a I made a French omelet the other day, which is the opposite of overcooked. It's very custardy and soft. Very Uh, cast. And I want to say that I that I killed it. Well, why aren't you videotaping this? Now we have to go. We have to take your word that you're cooking well, which we all know you can't cook. You're not Yan, by the way. Cus cooks would really take off. Cus cooks would be committed to it. The thing is, Cus cooks would be like sadder than Weber cooks. I don't think so. I mean, you do cook predominantly in the microwave. No, no, not since I've been on keto. It's all been on the stove and in the oven. How's your keto going? I'm going strong, despite Subway trying to. Tent me back over to the dark side. Hey, have you broken it at all? Or you like been good since like I saw you last? Since you saw me last? No, I'm broken it. So since like December 23rd? Yeah, well, okay. I saw you after Christmas. So like I, around like New Year's Day. When okay. I got back on, on the horse and it's been no cheating since New Year's Day. You still like just melting away over there? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to gauge, but I'm down about 25 pounds. That's good for you, That's bud. amazing. That's what, that six boy. weeks? Very nice. Yeah, about six weeks or so. And I won't cheat again until Super Bowl Sunday. And then I will on Super Bowl Sunday. And then I'll be yeah. right back on. Well, uh, ask Paul. You got to treat yourself sometimes. Otherwise, yeah, to a bowl of planters. Yeah, I've got Super Bowl set up. It's like, that's what I'm looking forward yeah, to. Exactly, like, that's the exactly. goal to get to. Mark something on the calendar. It kind of gives you a day. And then when you do that, you feel like you've kind of rewarded yourself. And then exactly. you, go back, you yeah. can go like, back to the diet. You've earned, yeah, you've earned that, you've earned yeah, that bowl of planters, bud. I used to work on my dissertation. Every time I wrote 10 pages, I could have a couple of cigarettes. Like, I had to set that up as a goal. <laughs> a, cup, a couple of cigarettes. <laughs> when you say a couple, do you mean two, or are you, like, chain-smoking No, for no, two but, two, but chained. So, say, lighting cig off cig? Yes, usually. We've all done that. Oh, yeah. Listen, if you smoke, you've done cig off cig before. There was, we went to a party our friend had. This was years ago. And someone had never met Tim before. They were sitting next to Tim and talking to him. And they had commented on how nice Tim is. Because Tim's a very friendly person and will talk to anyone. This is well known about Tim. And they were like, the guy smokes a lot. Tim had smoked an entire pack, basically. Sig after sig over the course of three hours. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> you weren't even drinking that night. No, no. That just it, it happens. Sometimes when I get into parties, it, parties and golf are the two hardest places not to smoke. Well, golf is tough because, like, a lot of half-sigs get smoked in golf, I find, for me. Not me. Like, I'll light one up, like, on the way to the, like, like to my second shot. Fairway, yeah. I'll chuck it down and be like, eh, I'll step on it. And be you got to be way. strategic. You got to have it out before you get to the green. Because there's nothing worse than standing on the putting green and trying to putt with a cigarette in your mouth. And I've done it. I'm just not, it's good to light up on a par five as soon as you get on the tee box or otherwise light up as soon as you're walking off the green. I would like to read a book about Tim's smoking strategy in day-to-day life. 
That's I've cut back quite a bit, I must say. Well, that's good news too. Yeah, down to like five, six a day at most. I, that is not true. I do not believe. I do not. I do not believe that for a second. On an average day, it's like two to three before lunch, one or two or three after lunch, and then one or two in the evening. And then like three four, or four right. during the show. Every single time we hear that sliding door close. No, no. You haven't done do that, that in a while. The your 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 audio connection has been pretty good. I think you just smoke some doors now. Maybe it's because no, you're smoking less. Maybe had, that's why. And I haven't had a need for that like two forty five in the morning smoke when you wake up and go have a smoke either in a long time. <laughs> well, Tim, I, I have spies on you at work, so I'll confirm how much you're smoking at work. Um, I would say when I take my breaks, right? Say, say, your, your voice really went up there a little bit, didn't it? Yeah, two to three times a day at work. <laughs> you're going back to yeah, back? You're going sig off sig on your break? No, no. All right. I know who your spies are. Oh, you don't know them all. No, maybe not. <laughs> you don't know them all. And I guess that's where we'll end it off. Like it. That was fun. You know, cool. I, to- I toyed around with the idea that maybe we just scrap the Pat Mayo experience and just have a morning show, a morning zoo crew, if you will, where I just get my topics off Reddit. I-, I went on Reddit to like, I wanted to get up to date on world news. I thought that Reddit would be a good place to do that. But I ended up just subscribing to like stupid memes and like old people Facebook posts that I find really funny, people who beg on Craigslist for free stuff. It's that really lady just... who had no time for accusers. That's true. That was a crazy video. <laughs> Did you see the video? Jeff you know? knows. I can't repeat any of the language, but it was incredibly profane. Well, if you don't accept Jesus Christ into your life, it doesn't matter, Jeff. Oh. Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> What would you search to find that, do you think? I don't know. I think it was in Myers Grocer. Yeah, Angry Woman Grocery Store, Jesus. Yeah, M-E-I-J-E-R, New Haven, Michigan. I thought it was a Walmart, but I guess it wasn't. Jeff Feinberg, follow him on Twitter, Feinberg 17 Did you times. Oh, yeah, you were going like that. Were you wrapping it up or you had something to say? Oh, yeah, I just got to get home. My wife will kill me. Oh, she's not out of town yet, so you can just be on the couch. I I wish. I'm envious. All right. Paul, behind the camera. Got to thank him. Follow him at Paul Shag on Twitter. Of course, you can always follow Tim Andergust. Tim Andergust. Not my name. Heard it was. Heard it wasn't. It was. Heard it wasn't. Tim impresses people with his knowledge of the English Premier League. Yeah, yeah knows, old Top Cat's got a few tricks up I, I knows, You were pretty confident that you would know more about the EPL. Well, I just, his geography killed me, I think. Well, I mean, his geography of being close to a place called Crystal Palace really won the day for him. Yeah. It really was which, quite a boon for him. Which was and a really I'm shitty indoor really, arcade. I'm actually really upset I couldn't pull Crystal Palace myself. Well, you, we gave you two that weren't even the right answer. I, they were close enough. Oh. If we did it with MLS teams, how many do you think you could get? Way less. I just guess major cities, but I wouldn't know the team names. Yeah, you need to know it's like Sporting Kansas City. I know it's like Sounders in Seattle because they played Toronto in the finals. Yeah. So that'd be it. Portland Timbers and Real Salt Lake and see NY, that that that, that is that is the single best one of all of them. By the way, Real, Real Salt, Salt Lake. Yeah. That, Tim that, also that makes watches no like sense to me. way more like Sports Center than me, so he will take that stuff in. That's true. That makes any sense. Like he'll, yeah. Anyway, I'll come up with a few more of these. If people want to like, don't tweet them to me. 
because then Jeff and Tim will see it. Email the Pat Mayo experience at gmail.com. If you have some fun list that we can pit Jeff and Tim head to head in. Because I, I do like it. I find it funny. I don't know if the fans like it at all, but I don't care either way. Because I'm Pat Mayo. You can follow me at Twitter at the PME. Same as Instagram. Same as the Facebooks, as Tim would say. If you want to get into a draw for 20 DK dollars, smash the like, leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section and tell me the answer to two questions. Is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? Yes or no. And will he make the Hall of Fame? Yes or no. Doesn't matter what you say. You're in the draw for 20 DraftKings dollars. You want to get into a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars? Subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience Audio Podcast. Leave a five-star review, DraftKings handle, and something you like about this show. We'll be on our way. Winners announced on Monday's Pat Mayo Experience with Jeff and myself talking about the golfs. We got golf. We got Super Bowl. Even more stuff coming up next week. And I'll see you then. I'm Pat Mayo. See you next time. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com